Last time on the Death Saving Bros podcast, our adventurers went to the infirmary and they were taking Lee there, who Milo had found close to death in the atrium of the Arcthanium. When they brought him into the infirmary, they met some of the students that were working the infirmary, and they also met Dean Livia, who is the youngest dean at the Arkshine, and she is in charge of House Mirvita. She gave them some information about the sickness that is currently tearing through the campus, and then she left, and our adventurers wound up fighting these goos that had just oozed out of the ductwork and off of a cart. They managed to defeat the oozes. They found some stuff on the cart, including a weird syringe of purple goo. And then, as soon as the fight was done, Dixon showed back up. Alright, so I'm back. I had a shit. It was an aggressive poop. 45 minutes of wiping will chafe anything. Scales, tissue... My ass. Hey, Milo, <laughs> in those uh, pockets of yours, you got any, like, baby wipes or anything? Any ass cream? Oh. I just want to crab walk with my asshole in the air <laughs> looking for doctors. <laughs> this needs to be fixed before I can do anything. My asshole's on fire. So we got a couple options. One, we can now proceed to go see Fackham, as was our original plan. Two, I did see a sign to the psychiatry wing, which, as we know or should know, is that there was that student from last year's final that should be there. And I know that we had talked about maybe going and talking to him at some point, so... Well, as long as we're here, we might as well go talk to him. So, I guess what I would like to do is I would like to go back to the front to find our good friends Derek and Meredith. Hey, Miss Gray. Um Question for you. So, last year, we heard that there was a student... From the, there was a student admitted to the psychiatry ward after the final happened last year, and we were wondering if we'd be able to potentially go visit with him. Uh, yeah, we we ex- allow visitors to the psychiatry ward. Uh, our patients there. He hasn't had very many visitors since last year. I mean, all of his study group members did die. When she wheels him in in a wheelchair, she bends down and says, "Donnie." These are some visitors here to see you. Is that okay? And he slowly nods, and she says, All right, well, you gentlemen, you've got 15 minutes. Uh, I'll be right back. And then she leaves the room. So, yeah, it's good to see you. Um, We wanted to come and uh, talk to you about a couple of things, just to to see how you're doing. Oh, really? Yeah, we... we... You sure didn't, didn't just come to ask me about what happened last year and he looks up at that and you can tell that he is angry beyond belief yeah we are here to figure out what happened last year but i know what happened only i mean only when you're ready to tell us i know uh say gosh the food here just sucks though doesn't it and i want to pull a candy bar out of my pocket and let him have one everybody asks everybody wants to know what happened what happened what happened I can tell you what happened. I've told everybody what happened, and nobody wants to listen to me. But listen, Donnie, we've been uh, suspicious about things around the uh, the school lately and everything, which is which is why we're here. We're we're actually staying in your old room, and uh, that's what kind of got us. He runs up to you and grabs you by the lapels and says, "You need to be suspicious. If you're in my room, did you see what I wrote?" 
What you wrote? What What do you mean, what, what you wrote? We are the Surge. So when I hear him say that, I want to grab him by the neck and pin him against the wall and say, so you wrote that. Why? You saw what I wrote? Yes. I've been trying to get through to somebody. Yeah, well, unfortunately it was me. During our final exam, my study group and I, we had been studying a whole lot, and we kept coming across these... We were studying the surges, you know, we had to make our own so that we could survive out in the world now that the gods are gone. You know, those revengers, they went and just... I don't know, they said something to the gods, and the gods disappeared, and now magic doesn't work. Who knows? Assholes. <laughs> right? Assholes. Yeah, assholes indeed. Anyways, so we're figuring out how to make these surges work, and we realized that essentially any magical creature you could pull from, and the stronger the magical creature, the more power you could store in a surge. So we went looking for important and strong magical creatures, and we were able to get all sorts of fancy spells from that. So... When we go into the final exam, there's this giant arena, and everybody's using their surges. We've got some pretty darn good surges. And then all of a sudden, we start feeling like we can't connect to the weave anymore. We can't pull any magic. As soon as we're trying to cast a spell, all the magic is gone, and we're like, what happened to our surges? Why aren't they working? Then one of my study group members goes down. Regulus. Regulus goes down. And then... Next, Stefan goes down, and we're like, what's going on? I start feeling weak, and then right before I black out, I see that there's these golden circles, like, tying us together, and I can see the weave. And there, I, I can see the life force leaving me. And so I, 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 I stopped casting spells, I threw away the surge, and I, I, I basically just ran myself into a wall to knock myself out. And then I woke up here. So you didn't kill your roommates? No! Is there any, I guess, any other detail or, or logic that, that you have that I can maybe go off of? I mean, I'd love to hear about the books, but also just, you know, if there was anything else that you could think of as to why you believe we are the Surge, it could help. Well, because there were also people getting sick throughout the year. Or people turning up hurt or injured. Do you have any idea who could be behind it? Well, I would guess it's somebody here on the campus. So if we're the Surge, what if they're using us to produce power? What if we have to follow the pipes to go to the main one? See, nobody should have to go through what you are, and it does seem like you need a friend. So we will definitely be friends from now, and I want to pull out another candy bar. But can I also, I would like to have a like, communication stone. Kind of like in the candy to give to him. Why not just give him a sending stone? <laughs> yes, a sending stone. Why do you have to put it in the candy? Because <laughs> he wants the candy, he needs a sending stone, he's got to keep it all secret. So he showed up his Thanks butt. for breaking the fourth wall. No, this was in character. He says, I would like the candy and the sending stone and I will keep both secret. If you want some more power, check out Warren Bell. Our other options right now would be to go see Vacuum Kane or follow the pipes. I'd rather see what's up with these pipes. You are once again in the room where there are six different furnaces, and when you get down there, you actually see that there is somebody down there. It is Professor Fackham Kane. 
No, what are you doing? What are you doing out of your dorm rooms? I thought there was a curfew in place. Uh, we instituted a curfew tonight. Uh, we are going to... And actually, I should... I shouldn't be talking to you. I should probably be reprimanding you and telling you to go to bed. But, so, we didn't hear it. And since we're down here, I, I guess we wanted to see... Did you ever end up getting the uh, materials that we brought back for the surge? What do you think all of these feathers are for? You dumped them in my office. Well, I see it now. See, I'm taking the griffin feathers and replacing all of the empty vials with the griffin feathers, and en masse, uh, they should be able to restart the surge in uh, no time at all. I mean, it was working anyways, but no more flickering lights or whatnot. Um, I guess, do you need a hand trying to refill some of these vials? I know you said you'd have it up and running in no time, but, you know, I, I know myself, I'd love the opportunity to help out, and maybe everybody else would wouldn't mind helping out. No, I would love to help. Actually, can I look around discreetly and see, like, how all the pipes are working, if there's a obvious way that we should be following the pipes? I guess I'll, I'll help, but I also want to keep a side eye out for the crackhead. Oh, yeah, the Nothic? Yeah. My attention's going to be solely on Fakum because I want to help, but I also am kind of investigating him a little bit myself, and... I will eventually kind of lean into the student, Lee, that we found there. I'll help Captain Fuckface with this one. I was going to say, you could Wait, definitely Wait, that could be, on... be any of us. Yes. <laughs> He's on pipe duty? <laughs> yeah, no, I'll, I'll help with the... with the. Uh... I mean, if you're distracting the teacher, I'll go 100%. I'm going to help distract the teacher, because... Okay, I'm 100% into being perceptive then, and... Okay. All right. So walls on Nothic, you're on pipes. Me and, or sorry, walls on Nothic. Milo's on pipes. Thank you. See that? I like that's it. for that's for that's for recording purposes. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> not not pointing. Dixon and myself. Who is Manny? I forgot my name for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Dixon and Manny will be double taping back. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Our can of check was a twenty-five. Wow, so, alright. That's right, the emo kid's smart. What I said about Professor Kane wanting to instruct Manny, he wants to. He likes him because Manny has been in his classes, but he's really focusing on you. Professor, I actually, so, so, so again, thanks for, thanks for letting us help. I'm learning a lot here, um, but I've, but I've been meaning to ask you too. We were actually, I know we had noted that we, we had stopped by the, Oh, over by the infirmary, but um, we we were over there because we actually came across a, a student, um, Leung, uh, who who was who was injured on the way over there. So we had to take him into the infirmary, and he had mentioned that uh, you know he had recently seen you, and I just wanted to see if you knew anything that might have happened to him. Go ahead and roll a persuasion for me. That's a that's a two. <laughs> Professor Kane stops what he's doing, looks at you, and goes. Are you trying to accuse me of something, Manny? No, not at all. I was just curious because when we took him in and, uh, you know, the, the uh, what was her name? Dr. Livia, after quick diagnosis and stuff, had no idea what, what could have happened to him. And I was just curious if you know where he might have been going or where he might have been on his way that, that might have, you know, led him into that situation. No, I don't. 
I told him to meet me down here. He never showed up. I suppose now that the surge is all fixed up, I should usher you upstairs so that you're technically in compliance with the curfew. And then tomorrow, uh, we will be gathering anybody that is not ill, so fingers crossed that you're not ill, in my lecture room. And we will wind up having a joint study. Have we established how far that uh, Toby can get from me? What I want to do is before we actually get away, I want to make him into like the smallest thing possible because he does produce some light. And I want to have him kind of go explore the back pipes. But for the rest of you, you head up to your dormitory and it is morning and there's a knock at your door. Nora's standing there and says, you've got like 15 minutes before we need to be down in the artificing hall. They're gathering 15 minutes? Yeah, you've overslept. So you all are up. You follow Nora down to the... Or you could just follow Manny since he knows where it is. You follow them down to the artificing hall. And once you get in there, there's risers all the way to the back. But there are only about 30 people in the room. And six of them are the deans of the various colleges at the Arkshine. All right. We sit in near the back... In the middle of the classroom. Okay. That's the compromise. (laughs) (laughs) Up at the front, Professor Fackham Kane says, As you may have noticed, there are not very many of you, but that is why we've gathered all the deans here today, and uh, they're they're going to talk about what's going on. So I cede the floor to Dean Doval. Dean Doval? I am deeply saddened by the sudden and very disturbing illness that has struck our campus. I can assure you that Dean Livia and all of us other deans are working as hard as we can to try and figure out what is going on. Thankfully, it seems like the illness is not going much farther, but that being said, we do want to make sure that we keep everybody educated and as close to the core of the campus as possible. Dean Tyson then steps forward and says, we will also be restricting access to the Pyrocross field and uh, pretty much anywhere else on campus, aside from the dorms, the infirmary, and the tower itself. Dean, no. How could you betray me like this since I am of your college? I'm sorry, Thad, but we don't even have enough members to cover the Pyrocross team at this time. Oh, my teammates. This is the worst day of my life. Well, of my life. Down in the front couple of rows, you see Titus turn around, and he (sighs) says, in response to Thad's comment, the worst day of your life? How could that even be possible? You probably had something to do with this. I'm literally the captain of the Pyrocross team. Why would I sabotage my one true love? Dean Swift Prince steps forward and says, Hello. It's me. It is me. Yeah, I thought this was going to be Dean Adele. (laughs) Can you save me? (laughs) Wait, is it Adele Swift Prince? Is that what you... Yes, her name is Adele Swift Prince. (sighs) You all need to study. And so, you can study whatever you would like today. Just ask the desk in front of you what sort of book you would like to read. It's a magic school. All right. Desk, do you have any forbidden books? Oh, no. Well... I'll say, uh, desk, can I get books on surges cross-reference with the word Morinbell? 
in the title or author name, please. Yes, cross-reference Forbidden and Mornbell. <laughs> With images. It was Mornbell. Yes. Turn off safe search. <laughs> uh, on your desk appears a fairly thick tome, and it is called The Rise and Desolation of the Wizarding Community Morinbell. Whoa, what is that book, Manny? And don't shh. Be quiet about it. Oh. It's uh What is that book, Manny? It's one I'm not supposed to have. <laughs> but the desk gave it to us. The desk is <laughs> we'll just give out forbidden <laughs> books, huh? The desk will give out any book we want? I guess so, even if it's forbidden. <laughs> oh boy. I'm gonna go desk. off and do some whispering to the desk. I want to ask my desk, did Milo do it? (laughs) (laughs) Nothing appears. Answer me, you bastard. Um, So as you guys are messing around with the desks and Milo has now come back, the door opens and in walks Leong. Lee. Hey, Lee. He looks up and turns to see you. I'd like to just like wave him our way with my trunk. He says, hey, guys. Uh, Good to see that you're not sick. Uh, How you feeling, buddy? Oh, I, f- I feel fine. Uh, do you do you remember anything? I remember what I had for breakfast, if that's what you mean. Do you remember being in the infirmary? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know what you guys are talking about, but I do remember going down into the basement, and I must have slipped and hit my head or something because I don't I don't remember getting back to my dorm. As we're having this yes. conversation, I would like to peer around at the deans to see if any of them are watching this conversation with intent. Uh, perception. 24. Real perceptive boy. Uh, you do not see any deans paying attention. Do I see anyone paying attention? Titus. Hmm. The other day, we, we were on our way to the infirmary actually to check in on somebody there and we had found you passed out on the ground and just had simply taken you to go check you into the infirmary so i'm not sure you you're right you must have you must you must have hit your head if you don't recall that but do you remember do you recall at all where you were going or what you were doing uh, down on that level well i was going to see professor professor kane because you you kind of got it in my head that I wasn't going to be too good on the final. I haven't been the greatest student. So, uh, yeah, I went down to the basement to see him. And that's it. And then um, I woke up this morning and I went and got eggs from the whack. And uh, I had this pendant on around my neck. And he pulls out a pendant from underneath his shirt and it has an eyeball on it. Yeah, let me see that for a second. And I look at it. Does it do anything? <laughs> no, it does not. Damn it. Dixon, let me let me see that real quick. And I would like to investigate or take a look at it. And do I... Would, would I recognize it at all? Mr. Desk or <laughs> Mrs. Desk or whatever desk. Um, you just like drop it into one of the drawers and it's like, analyze this object. <laughs> desk. Find me a book of magical symbols or pendants that have eyeballs etched into them that would be cool too so it's not something that 
has an etching of an eyeball, it is literally an eyeball. Oh. Desk. I refine my search to literally an eyeball. (laughs) (laughs) And then all of a sudden, there is a stack of ten books. I'm going to uh, say summon my little Toby boy here, and then also see what all he figured out when he was investigating El Pipo's. Toby doesn't actually speak. Since Toby does actually have information to impart, I'm going to ask you to try and do charades with him. Let's do it. Toby then starts flaring a little bit, and you see Toby uh, transform into a bird and then like disappear through the wall. Toby, what happens after the pipes go <laughs> into the wall? That's what Skywalk pipes do. Do you loot? Did you lose the the trail after that, or were you able to? Uh, when you ask, did you lose the trail after that? Toby flares. So we have to go through the pipes. We just have to follow them. How are we going to get through the wall? It just so happens I have a blueprint of the school grounds. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Kane steps to the front of the room and says, Well, now, we're just about wrapped up for the lecture this morning. But before you go, I wanted to remind you of a few things. First of all, any books that you have checked out from the desks should be reported up front. Otherwise, please place them back on your desk and they will disappear Manny, you are writing down your list, and as you turn away, you see that Titus leans over the paper to see what you had checked out. Yeah, Titus, uh, what are you checking out? Well, I'm not afraid to hide it. And he puts his tome on the desk, and you can see that it is called Artificing Advanced. Yeah, that's a pretty basic read right there. So where would you guys like to go next? We'll go and follow the pipes. We can grab some grub at the whack <laughs> on our way. You guys get to the whack. Like always, you see Kyrasta. Hey, guys. What can I do for you? Bullets. <laughs> and I just look at him without blinking. <laughs> what about, uh, do you have any tools or equipment, you know like drills or anything like that to drill through walls or to explode them. I do have this thing. And he holds up his hand and something comes flying out from the shelves and it looks like a piece of a quilt. And he holds it up and says, you could use this to go through the wall. And then he smacks it against the wall nearest him and it opens up into a window. Do you have any, like... Suction cups on gloves and stuff? I could give you these, uh, these slippers. From the side comes flying two slippers that are made of silk. These I could sell you for 300 gold pieces, and they're, they'll let you walk on anything. Do you possibly have twin daggers? Yeah, sure, I can sell you some daggers. And how much is a sword? Short or long? Long. Oh, that's the way I like it. Fifty. Pleasure doing business with you, as always, Kyrasta. Yeah, don't don't even mention it, man. And we go and do the thing. To the basements. And we will follow the pipes. You can see that the pipes coming out of that metal canister go back into these, this massive cavernous space. And everywhere that you look, the pipes are going out and then up through the ceiling somewhere. But Toby winds up leading you all the way to the back of this area where there is a pipe that doesn't go up into the ceiling, it just continues straight into the wall, 
So, does anybody have a way to get through here? If uh, I have an idea, but... I mean, we were just together, and I bought the uh, <laughs> the window patch, <laughs> which I should be oh, able to you know, that's slap right. on a wall, not the wall, and we should be able to walk right through it. And when you do that, you can see that there is a tunnel leading that way. Now I'm gonna try to do something different from what I usually do. I'm gonna wild shape into an animal that I can see in the dark. Manny can smell the odor of carrion as you're starting to walk along this this tunnel. And Milo, when he transforms into an owl, can see over to the right side of the tunnel as you're approaching. There is a hole in the wall on the right side. I'm going to go perch there. Milo, you are going to be suddenly surprised as a giant snake comes launching out of the hole at you and is going to attack you. You see it grab onto Milo, squeeze, and then bite Milo as he turns back into a kender. Oh, hell no! And I run away. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm going to run right up to it. And I want to underhand grip my torch, place my right hand over it like I'm shooting with a flashlight, <laughs> and just put two shots straight into its head. What I would do is... uh summon Toby back to help me because I'm no longer wild shaped okay. and I would like him to assist me in casting a fire shield spell. I would like to use bonus action to do to imbue my sword with crimson right. Okay. And I'll do right of storm for lightning damage. Okay. So I take four damage because I cut myself. Nice. <laughs> yeah I run my sword over my wrist. And then as as you do, lightning just springs up from the wound you created and starts running along the length of the sword. Yes, sir. I would like to make sure it's known that my character is visibly shocked. With that, I would like to smack the fucking snake tentacle thing with my sword. All right. What does it look like when you kill this thing? I would like to cut its fucking head off <laughs> and then drink its blood. The rest of its body comes tumbling out of the hole, and with it comes a bag, a helmet, and a spattering of loose coins. Yeah, yeah I'll go ahead. Uh, so I'll, I'll use identify then. Okay. And since you're using a surge, you're able to access the weave and uh, cast the spell without problem. You recognize that this helm is called the Helm of Comprehending Languages. But yeah, I'd like to uh, like to go up to the snake and either grab a, a scale or one of its fangs or something that I could use to potentially make more powerful surges. Sure. You continue going down this tunnel. Now, as you're going down, you wind up passing what is clearly the tracks of a centipede that scurried off because we don't have enough time. And, <laughs> <laughs> and you also wind up finding a tunnel that burrows down into the ground and you can't tell what made that because it may show up again later. But eventually you wind up coming from this dirt rough-hewn tunnel and it transitions into a more open space and you wind up coming into a large underground room that is lit with green fire around the edges of the room and strapped to a table that is at a 45-degree angle, you see Winona. 
Nobody, nobody proceed. Everybody, let, let's ha- hang back a second. Oh my goodness, that lady's tied up. I have to go save her. Milo. And I'm going to scurry off to go save her. <laughs> I can't stop you. And as you're running up, I call out, Winona, are you, are you awake? I'm going to try to hop up on the table there and start untying the, uh, the leather strappings. I would probably look first at the potions and vials and what's out around the room. And again, just to see if I recognize what any of them might be, what might have happened to her, kind of just what we're dealing with. You see that there are mortars and pestles. Uh, there are herbs and hors d'oeuvres. No. And then as you're looking, it looks like you're an alchemist, so you have some... Some call him the ivory alchemist. Yeah, <laughs> so you have quite a bit of experience with... Who? <laughs> At least one person calls him the ivory alchemist. <laughs> Who? What? Hey, fucking owls in here? Where'd Milo? There was. <laughs> so yeah, you have quite a bit of experience with this, and you are thinking that whoever was working on this sort of stuff left in a hurry because everything is kind of everywhere. But you do find a vial, and it's purple, and it sludges back and forth. That that purple stuff in the infirmary? It's, uh, this is the same stuff. And then you also notice that underneath the table, there is actually a line of runes carved into the stone. Milo, uh, underneath the table, there's some, some runes. Do you still have that helmet? Oh, I'm never parting with this helmet. That you just picked up a couple moments ago. It's my new favorite hat. Um, I know. You might be able to decipher what those runes on the bottom of the table over there mean. The runes, as you're looking around the circle, say, Binded to the earth within this circle, tied to the user through magic, essence of life, essence of weave, power complete uh i would like to kind of run back down the hall that we had entered through to pretty much set an alarm of a sort so that if anybody does come into the room or anything comes into the room we have a bit of a warning so we're not caught off guard by it winona is now un unstrapped from the table and she is slowly kind of like sliding down the table (laughs) i shake her real good (laughs) (laughs) yes you shake her and you do so in a way that helps her to wake up. Her eyes flutter open, and she says, Where am I? You're safe. Manny has come to rescue you. And I come (laughs) charging over. I'm just (laughs) barreling over there. Winona! Thump, 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 thump. Winona, are you okay? (laughs) What happened? I I should ask you that. Where, Where are we? While they're having their conversation, and Manny just comes barreling through... I want to grab some of them herbs and stuff and check out the apothecary. Okay, uh, so you start pocketing some of those things? Naturally. All of them. Doesn't matter where we are, what matters is that you're okay. And I'm going to start leaning in for a big old kiss. So you lean in for a kiss, Manny, and she says, Oh, Manny. And she leans forward and kisses you. Uh, <laughs> see where does my you, trunk uh, go during all of this regardless a single happy tear flows down Thad's cheek I'm over in the corner staring at fire and I just go Manny I don't think she needs CPR 
<laughs> wow, way to ruin the moment, Milo. Damn it. Maybe we should get out of here because I still don't know where we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh that's a good point. We we're behind a wall. Not not the wall, a wall, but also the wall. We're kind of behind him too. But uh, agreed. Let's let's try to let's try to get back. Okay, so you guys are starting to head out towards the tunnel. So while they're walking out, do I have to go through the fire to get to the crack that I'm looking at? What crack are you looking at? <laughs> Not now, damn it. And so you're noticing that there is a very straight crack that runs up the seam of the wall in between mm. two of these flame troughs. <laughs> are, you, are you staring at the wall's crack or a wall's crack? <laughs> you realize that there is a stone that is a lever and it is a door. I want to pull that and open the door. And behind it, there is a stone staircase leading up. I go up the stairs and close the door. Everybody else is just walking. You close the door (laughs) behind you. Do not notice this. Uh, You wind up coming to a wooden door. You push all your weight against the door and you wind up shoving aside a rack of wine bottles. You reach that top door that is wooden and you can hear some movement on the other side of the door. You can hear female voices. You can hear two of them, and that is all. You emo kick the shit out of that door, backwards kick, the the latch breaks, and you turn, long sword out, bursting into a tavern. It's completely empty, but there are two women. Did you know there was a secret door downstairs? To the cellar? Yes. The one that you just kicked down? Sorry about that, but yes. That's just a door. No, no, no. The other door. What other door? Okay, both of you come here, and I want to show them the door that I came through. You head back down the wooden stairs, and uh, you get to the cellar level. Clearly, there is an open door behind one of the wine racks, and again, she clutches her pearls and goes, Oh, my! Yeah, so that door leads down into some pretty questionable areas around here. And you have no idea that this was here. Wait, why don't why don't we go back upstairs? We, maybe maybe my my cousin has seen something. Cousin. Right on. Okay, Mabel, what's your cousin's name? My cousin's name is Margaret. So, okay. Excuse me, Margaret. Um, have you been noticing weird shit going on here? She looks up at you. And you can see that her face is disgusting. And I need you to roll a wisdom saving throw, please. Damn. Oh, fuck. That would be a six. You lose consciousness. Where's Dixon? So you are down the tunnel. You turn around and Dixon is not with you. I I don't know. I I thought he was behind you. Well, I guess someone's got to go get him. Hey Manny, why don't you take Winona to the infirmary, and me and me me and the wall will go look for her, huh? <laughs> I I I slip you some low bones with my trunk. <laughs> <laughs> would we have noticed what he was doing before we left? Yes, uh, before you guys left, he had just been posted up at the wall. I want to pull out my pyrocross stick and just start tapping the walls. I hardly think this is a time for a game. 
You start tapping the, along the wall with your stick, and you do hear a discernible difference when you tap the wall where he was standing. I guess I would like to push and pull and... Slide? <laughs> slide. <laughs> I, I would like to fiddle with the wall. Pull. That's not myself. Okay. That's later. <laughs> you wind up finding the lever that Dixon had found earlier. I would like to... Throw the lever! You don't think we should be getting uh, Manny first? No, he's, he's going to be busy for at least five minutes. And you head up the staircase. You wind up coming to a wooden door that is uh, already ajar. And on the other side, there are some various shelves of wine and kegs of beer. Hey, Paul? Yes? You know what's happening to one of those kegs? <laughs> keg stand! I'm going to put a keg in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to help. You start sliding it down your side to get it in your pocket, and all of a sudden it just slides right in there. And It has got to be a sight to see. The door at the top of the staircase is open. Do you go through? Well, if it's open, what's on the other mm-hmm. side? On the other side, you wind up discovering a tavern. And not just any tavern. It's a tavern that you recognize immediately as the local watering hole, we'll call it, you actually see someone that you recognize. It is a woman with a jovial face, gray curly hair that is tied up in a bun, and when you come up out of the cellar, she heard the creaking, and she's already starting to come around the bar, and she clutches her pearls and goes, Oh my, I I didn't realize anyone was down there. Where did you come from? Yeah, we were just down in this basement room, and then we found a door, and we walked up the stairs, and then we were in your cellar here. That doesn't make any sense. You didn't happen to see, uh, Dixon come up here, have you? Once everything got shut down, I mean, we haven't had any students in here. It's been just the two of us, my cousin and I. But no, I haven't seen him. But anyways, come, 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 show me this door. All right, ma'am, absolutely. And here's the door. So you lead her back down into the cellar, and, uh, once you get down there, you point out, hey, there's the door that's ajar. Who am I? Well, that that definitely wasn't there before. Um, I think I'll have to let the deans know. Okay, okay. Uh, let, let's let's go back up to the tavern. I we'll talk to my cousin Margaret, and we'll we'll figure this out, and then perhaps we can go up to the school together and get this all sorted. Mabel calls out and says, Margaret, um, perhaps we should stop cleaning for the moment and uh, see if we can't help these two figure out what. Whatever is going down in our cellar, there's a secret door. And we're also trying to find Dixon. And at that, she looks up and... It's just Dixon with a wig. No, no. (laughs) That hideous, huh? Oh, Margaret looks up and you can see that she is just hideous. Thad, you lose consciousness. And Milo, you see Thad just fall to the ground next to you. (laughs) And I'll need you to roll initiative for me, please. Guys, I really don't want to fight everybody, and I I need to figure this out. Leave me alone, and I'm going to try to cast Entangle. All right, I'm going to try this again where I'm going to have Toby ready his action to teleport us away. And i got to try to wake up this gigantic guy that I can't move on my own again. Just pee on his face. How do you try to wake him up? Just smacking him straight in his turtle head. Bad. You wake up. Ah! (laughs) Wake up, damn you! (laughs) Damn that bitch ugly. And then I would like to quick draw my gat and action surge 
and just drop like four shots into Mabel. Jesus. <laughs> she goes flipping backwards and lands prone uh, as she rolled a 14 to your winging shot save. I'm real scared. Never been this scared before. And I'm going to pick up Milo and just start booking it to the door. I'm, I'm going to cast Wall of Fire to do a little blockade between us and them as we're running out the door. Okay, wonderful. Th- Thad, shouldn't we ask them about Dixon? I mean, I don't think they will tell us. Is, is there like an upstairs where like they might have like stashed him or like... And we can have Toby go look. Toby shows up in fox form. Did you find anything? Is Did you see Dixon? He goes down on all fours, turns back to the inn, and then does like a hound dog pointer. Thad, Thad, what he means is that that I think they do have Dixon upstairs in one of the back bedrooms or something. I have an idea! I will put on my (laughs) slippers that let me walk on anything. You fucking have those? Yup. Alright, well I guess I I put on these, these slippies. I see that they start out small but then get much larger. And that that reminds me of some things, and then I guess I scoop up Milo again and walk straight up into a window. <laughs> I, I go to hand you the rope and you just pick me up. So let's go. When you shuffle in and you close the door, you turn around to inspect the room, and you can see that behind the door is a topaz dragonborn slumped against the wall asleep. So it's not Dixon? It is Dixon. A topaz dragonborn that you recognize as Dixon. I'm going to place one finger gingerly across his lips, and I'm going to bring up my other hand and softly caress his cheek and just absolutely slap the shit out of him. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Dixon, you wake up. Huh. I would have known better. Felt like someone just slapped me. Guys, we have to stay quiet. The crazy people are downstairs still. Margaret and Mavis. And her ugly-ass cousin. Right. Yeah, what's going on with that one? I looked at her, and now I'm here. Are we going to fight him, or are we going to uh, go out the window and go get the ivory alchemist? Don't call him that. (laughs) Yes. I feel a tingle. (laughs) Where is the elephant? In my (laughs) horns. We have no idea. You don't know where the elephant is. Hopefully he's he, he, getting it real touched real good. I want to hurl myself <laughs> out of the nearest open window. <laughs> and that's not a joke. I guess I'm going to follow Dixon out the window he just jumped out of, <laughs> but walk down the side. I want to go get the elephant. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'd like to, to me as the elephant. Slowly and respectfully and carefully sprint as fast as I can to our dorm room. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Ben. Hey, Paul. You are currently in the bowels of the Arkshine Tower with Winona. So Winona says, Manny, thank you so much for saving me. That I, I, I did it because, I don't know, because I care about you. And she glances down and says, I care about you too. And, uh, Manny just blushes. Let's just, I guess, get back to, get to your room now and, uh, make sure that, make sure that you're okay. Which, how are you feeling, you know, following everything that's happened? I don't know what happened. I, I got sick. I went to the infirmary. I talked to Dean Livia. And then I woke up on the table. 
you know, let, let me let me ask you this: what is uh, what does your study group look like? Like, do you? Because I know, like the the final test that that we're all worried about, it's a it's a group collective test. I mean, it's not the strongest group, but but everybody in my group I like, and I'm sure that we'll do just fine. Um, and at this point, you are up into the Arcthanium and you're climbing the stairs to your dorms. You know, maybe we can hang out a little bit more outside of uh, our classes and you know work work together to both so that we're, we're prepared. I think I would like that. That's that's very sweet of you. This is me, and she points to her dorm door and says, "I I appreciate you making sure that I got back okay." Yeah, as I do not feel that she wants me to kiss her right now. I'm going to be, like, slowly backing up, taking, like, small steps away, like, leaving her at the door and just, well, um, I guess, um, yeah, maybe, maybe tomorrow, tomorrow night we we get together. And, uh, well, actually, while I'm here, um, is it a bad time to add, do you still have those notes? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) She looks down and wraps her keys in her hand and uh, puts them in the lock and says, why don't you come by tomorrow and uh, we can go over those notes. I'm going to start heading back actually probably to my dorm because I would imagine that you know, again, I had no idea that Dixon found a secret door, that he was doing anything, so my guess is that everybody kind of was right behind us and that they were going to be meeting back at our dorm, so... Out of curiosity it is evening time now would you get ready for bed and tuck in for the night or would you wait up for the rest of the group? I guess when I notice they're not there, I kind of wait up for a little bit. So um, Milo, Thad, and Dixon, you guys sprint back towards the Arkshine Tower. You get yourselves all the way up to the Astronomy Tower dorm rooms. You head over to room 6B. You open your door to check on Manny and he is there listening to music and headbanging his trunk around. Give me a dexterity saving throw. Milo, you get whacked, and yep, there's that thwack of wet meat as you go sailing across the dorm room. (laughs) Why is it wet? (laughs) I just hope that was from your dancing and not from your date. Speaking of which, fair. How'd it go? Sure, as you guys would expect, it happened, and I just fucking start swinging my trunk again. (laughs) Do I believe him? No. My face just slowly drains. I give you, I give that a look like, please don't, like, tell. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll talk to you about this later. <laughs> Let me have this moment. <laughs> hey, Manny. Hey, Dixon. <laughs> you know that bar over yonder? It's not just a clever name. The broad in there, you look at her, you get knocked out. Fun fact for you. Also, there's a secret staircase to the cellar from that room that you rescued your little girlfriend from. So you guys almost died? That's crazy. What happened? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> you're, you're here, so what did what did you figure out, or how did you escape? Well, we simply left. <laughs> oh, well, so where was the issue? It does. I'm not. I'm not. This isn't adding up. A woman looked at you. You fell asleep, and then you just got up and left. What did you where do? Where is with your there woman? an issue? So Margaret. Has a cousin. Okay. Not a looker. There's a secret tunnel from that place's cellar to the place where you picked that girl up off the table. Oh. 
which is where I was. <laughs> so you're telling me that the creepy dungeon that Winona was strapped to a table from is connected to that place with the creepy person. So, I mean, Margaret and her cousin could Correct. have been behind that. I wouldn't doubt it because I was unconscious. So you should probably go run it by your gal pal of if she ever looked at No, some. we don't need to go talk to her tonight or anything. Well, Do we'll, I know where this person resides? Well, well no, well, no, listen, listen, we'll... As a character. We'll run it by her tomorrow. I think we should go, go there first ourselves. Okay, yes, you do know where Winona is. You're goddamn right, I listen, do. Listen, listen. We should let her rest. <laughs> I go find her. That's just I slowly throw, shaking his head. I throw myself <laughs> at the door and sit in front of it so that you can't open it. Uh, I don't give a shit what you do. I was unconscious after looking at somebody. That's a problem. It, it sounds like a problem. I want to... I want to help here. So let's help. Okay. I guess we, we head on over to... To Winona's room. Uh, the scene of the... <laughs> the scene of the crime. <laughs> you break through the door jam and the door swings open and you are confronted with the common room beyond. There are three people in it. None of them are Winona. What are you doing? Looking for Winona. Do you Winona <laughs> where she is? Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> Winona left. And she went where? Was she crying? <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't crying. She just, she came in and then she left again. We didn't even get to ask her why she was sick. Like, what happened to her? How she got better? Which way did you see her leave? The male elf says, she went to the left. I don't know where she was going. Thank you. <clears throat> and I turn around, leave the room, and go the direction in which the way the male pointed. Uh, I guess try to pick up the trail of scent <laughs> and follow it. And because I am a loxodon, I have a keen smell feet. You do manage to pick up the scent that you remember from your uh, encounter with Winona only just a couple hours ago, and you start following it down the stairs until you reach a bend in the stairs where you're between floors, and then the scent disappears entirely. You can hear voices on the next landing down the stairs. It is a male and a female, and then the natural 20s know that it is you recognize the voices of Dean Livia and the voice of Professor Fackham King. You just see my already small body shrink even smaller into a mouse. And I'm going to start hopping down the stairs. Since when could he turn into a mouse? I don't know. <laughs> He's never done that before. Actually, I see the mouse and I flip my <clears throat> shit. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. Well, I, I grasp his trunk. <laughs> I clamp it, if you will. I, I, I'm trying to debate if that means it's all coming out the other end again. <laughs> no, I don't think that one would. Okay, so when I get to the bottom of the stairs, what do I hear? So you've run ahead while Thad and Manny are grappling, trying to figure out how to calm Manny down now that he saw a mouse. I think I'm calm now. As you start rounding the stairwell down the spiral you can hear the voices more clearly, and you can hear... And exactly what is it that you are trying to insinuate, Dola? Well, Thackham, I just thought that perhaps you might have insight into this illness. 
it did occur directly after the campus surge began failing. Well, that doesn't mean anything. I don't really understand why you're making accusations. No, Fackham. I wasn't making an accusation. I was insinuating. And what I'm insinuating is that you may have something to do with this illness. You listen very closely to me, Dola. You're supposed to be the prodigy healer. If there's something wrong with the students, you figure it out. We brought you on after the unfortunate events of last year's final because you said that you would be able to protect the students if they were to fall injured. That you might be able to help Donnie and what has happened since you got here. Nothing. Perhaps you're too secretive with your new projects. Why is it that only you and Dean Doval are privy to the details of your new contraption, hmm? Maybe you should consider that. And you, Milo, have now turned the corner and you can actually see them. And with that... Dean Livia spins on her heel and starts marching down the hallway, and Backham Kane just is blustering behind her and then chases after her down the hallway, and you hear a door open and close. Like, can I mouse over and, like, see under it or anything to see, like, what's in that room? Can I mouse over? Like, that's an action. The three that are not Milo, you are making your way down the staircase quietly and slowly, and you see a mouse dart out from the edge of the staircase out onto the landing and turn the corner down the hallway. One of the far doors opens. You see Professor Kane pop his head out, look left, look right, close the door quickly behind him, and then bolt down the corner around the far end of the hallway and go running off. So you look under the door and you can see movement in there. Well, what kind of movement? Let's keep investigating until it gets risky talons that are as large as you are suddenly stop right outside the door and you can hear sniffing. Yeah, if there's anybody in the immediate area, they're going to hear a mouse squeak as I'm sprinting back to that staircase to see where my friends are. You make it 20 feet and then the door bursts open behind you as two hellhounds come tearing out of the room. Uh, The first one is going to come after you and try and rip you apart with its fangs. And then, Manny, you are up. And I'm going to use the spell Enlarge to make myself very big. Could I also, as a bonus action, take out my uh, ever-smoking bottle and set it on the ground and open it up so it fills this hall with smoke? You all are effectively blinded in this area. So you can't see where Milo is, you can't see where either of the hellhounds are, But you do hear, and what you hear now is a very loud buzzing. The buzzing gets closer to both Milo and Manny, and you hear a very anime sound of just shing, but nothing connects with either of you. And then next up is going to be Dixon. Well, I will draw both hand axes and sprint directly into the smoke move towards the nearest growling and take two healthy cuts. Okay, so I hit the first one. Uh, activate Crimson Right. Uh, right of Storm to deal lightning damage for the second attack, and the second attack is a 17. The 17 will also hit. Hey. So you come flying through this smoke and you lead with one axe strike and then you build lightning from the blood running in your veins with a second hit and you hear the crunch of bone and the tearing of flesh 
and the spurt of warm blood around your hands as you hit into this hellhound, and you hear it whimper in pain. I, w- I would also like to find the nearest, easiest hellhound and give him a bonk or two. Okay. Uh, you follow the line of lightning that arcs through the smoke. It flashes for just the briefest moment, but it allows you to pinpoint where you should aim your attack. And I, I just want Dad to basically put his shoulder down with the shield and just go charging. And if he hits something, to just scoop and body slam it. If you are familiar with Super Smash Brothers, Bowser's down throw, where he just holds his arms out and just falls on them. <laughs> and then also, also pin it. Well, this thing that you have just grappled can still breathe fire in your face. <laughs> so it's going to wriggle in your grasp and it's going to breathe fire in your face. You're losing your eyebrows today. Bullshit. <laughs> I just take my head and I go swing, swing to the left as the flames gently kiss my cheek. Okay, this is a very prince-like bottle. <laughs> So I'm going to, I, I at least can see it in this flurry of smoke. I go, okay, we got to at least close it. So I'm scurrying around like Velma looking for her glasses, find the cork. I'm going to slap it in there. Now, let me ask you this. Is Get there any benefit? Right in the booty hole. Is there any benefit or way of being double blinded? Like, is it actually everybody has the blind status effect to them? Because part of my uh, <laughs> enchantments is I can use the spear to further blind <laughs> a creature with a bright light. So can I, can it also be like getting hit with a flashbang where they can't see in addition to the smoke where they yeah. can't see? Do you get double disadvantage, Paul? So, Manny. Yeah. You suddenly hear that buzzing come rushing towards you and does a 15 hit your armor class? Ooh, it does not. It is Dixon's turn next. Yeah, what are you going to do now? So I hit something last time. Is that the one that's dead? I don't recall which one you hit, but you did hit something. <laughs> the whole battle, the smoke goes away, and you've just been wailing on a dead body for the past five rounds. <laughs> just you keep stabbing it. So can I cast a cone uh, of my breath just into the fog? See what it hits. You are correct, Matt, that you did grapple the other hound. So you are the only one that is going to need to make a saving throw in addition to this hound. <laughs> well, I rolled a nat 20. Fucking great. So if I feel some spicy hot breath coming up behind me, can I like hold the dog in front of me? <laughs> Mechanically, no. But because the hound... <laughs> did fail its, save, its dexterity saving throw and you succeeded, you may describe how the hound winds up taking the damage. I would like to pick it up and go swing, 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 swing and block all of the breath. You need health. You gotta let your uh, <laughs> local healer know. And then We'd I'm, have to communicate for yeah. that to happen. I could just poop out good berries at any point I need to. You poop berries that heal us? <laughs> that is the key of everything for this study group. You guys don't communicate about anything. <laughs> I would like to cast Fairy Fire in our vicinity. Each object in a 20-foot cube within range is outlined in blue, green, or violet light. My choice. That would have been great at, like, the beginning of this encounter. <laughs> yeah, the the round, which I was trying to do. But, I was you know. even saying, like, the very beginning of the encounter altogether. Your first move. Your Fairy Fire 
activates, and I am going to rule that in this case, it works. Manny, Thad, Milo, Dixon, you're all lit up, and then you can see that there is a glowing green, hulking, like, pit bull-shaped animal, but like five times the size of a pit bull, in Thad's hands that's wriggling around. And then you can see that the thing that is glancing off of Manny's shield is a giant wasp. What I want to do is I want to look at the bee drill standing next to me. I'd like to use my alchemist supplies to cast Shocking Grasp, and I would just like to grab the bee drill and his outline figure and shock him. Well, uh, the bee thing is finally going to manage to roll higher than an 8 and is actually going to roll a 21 against Manny. This bee drill winds up hitting you with its stinger and its sword-like hands. The stinger gave you another seven fire damage, which I did not originally read. Does that fall under one of the things that you... Ah! <laughs> yeah. The absorb element spell, which is a reaction when I take X different types of damage, including fire, so I can capture some of the incoming energy, lessening its effect on you, and storing it for my next melee attack. I want to let go of the massive five times size pit bull in front of me, step back like five feet, and then shoot it. All right, so I guess as this thing Love leaps that. at me, I'm going to step skillfully to the side and do a uh, kick-ass pose like in the movie Equilibrium, holding my gun sideways, and go pop-pop, and then it's just going to fall past me and fall limp to the ground. I'm seeing everyone's taking some damage. I'm going to attempt again to cast a spell that I don't have a surge for, and it's a second level spell this time to bring out a healing spirit. Congratulations on casting that. The fairy fire outlining everything disappears. Oh, because it was a concentration spell. Thank you for the health points, tree. I don't know where you came from. I've never seen you before, but I feel good around you. You're welcome! That's my tree. I don't want to blind somebody that's already blind. That just feels wrong. Take <laughs> it <laughs> down. Okay, now now we're taking the moral high road all of a sudden. So, wasp. Yes, sir. It can talk. <laughs> Have we tried befriending it like the wormling? <laughs> no, let's do that. Everyone, start buzzing at it. Hold on, I know we just killed all your friends, but buzz, buzz, buzz. Do you want some honey? <laughs> hey, buzz. What's the buzz? Squash this bug. So, yeah, I'm going to two-tap it with the hand axes. A 15 will not hit. Yeah, fuck this bee. Right, I would like to go bzz and see if it bzz is back. It does bzz back. All right, I want to shoot where the bzz came from. I would like to move in the direction where I have heard previous buzzing that I would presume to be where the enemy was, uh, to clarify. <laughs> and... Grasp my enemy. Huh. 17. A 17 will not hit. Oh. Can Okay, so since I have two weapons out, can I use cantrips or do I have to have a free hand for that? You know what? Fuck it. You, you, you guys are... This is... Fuck this beat. <laughs> Just clap your hands together. That's all the more you need to do. You start jogging on over to this buzzing... And then right as the buzzing is super loud in your ear, you ting-poom. Skadoosh. 
Now that might bring some unwanted attention. I just unleashed a thunderclap in the fucking building. Maybe we should walk out of the smoke. And no, finish. we don't have to. Uh, let's stand here for ten minutes until it goes away. <laughs> we were just <laughs> guys. Everybody, hold hands so we don't get lost here. No, like for real. Did you guys like listen to me? And I'm going to open up the door that all the dogs came out of. Yeah, but don't you guys want to like leave the yeah, smoke yeah. or like go back to our dorm before we get caught in this? Just walk hallway? into this room right here. You hear my voice, walk your feet over here. I'm walking in, and I'm going to look around. Okay, you can't see anything because it's full of smoke. <laughs> or you guys want to just push deeper, huh? Why not? Always push deeper. Let's get rid of the smoke. Everyone put your lips together and <laughs> blow. <laughs> yeah, if I, wait, if I cast Gust now, will that do it? Is Gust a cantrip or a first level spell? It is indeed a cantrip. Just cast it like 20 times. Go ahead and cast it ten times, and let's be done with it. And now that the smoke is dissipated, you can look into the room where uh, Milo had seen Fackham Kane running from, and inside, you see an unconscious Dean Livia. I guess I'm going to investigate Dean Livia. She slowly sits up and says, what happened? Dean Livia, what do, uh, what do you remember? Like, what happened? As you're screaming in her ear because your trunk is around her? I don't talk out of my trunk. <laughs> if your trunk is here, your mouth is damn close to her ear, you dumb fuck. Smash, pass, trunk grab. Trunk grab supreme. <laughs> I was just out in the hall. I was talking to Kane. I was talking to Fackham about you four. What are you doing here? Well, we were out and about and we heard some yelling and we came down here to investigate to see what was going on and uh, when we got down there was smoke I don't know where that came from um, as well as a giant bee drill and some hounds and we kind of got past them and we found you here I need to get to the infirmary I, I, I need to make sure that nothing oh gosh what happened Go, I'm leaving. Just go back to your dormitories. I have something that I need to deal with. And she s starts marching straight out the door. Dean Livia is obviously alive and well. And, like, we investigated it. Yes, there are still un unanswered questions there, but she at least seems like she's going to be able to take care of herself right now. So we should probably get back to searching for Winona somewhere. Of, can I pull out my sending stone and uh, ask no. that one guy how he's doing? Who? Donnie. All right, I'm going to tap on the stone a couple times. Just Hello, is this thing on? Roger Dodger, this is Donnie. Actually, a lot more people are getting sick or like there's there's some weird stuff going on out out here as well. Like I just say say we just found the Dean unconscious, believe it or not. Okay, hold on. Lots of lots of information there. Um um um, hold on. And then you hear murmuring in the background. Who are you? Who are you? Who's talking to? Okay, okay, sorry. The nurse just came to check on me. But you said that weird stuff's happening out there. Yeah, but the nurse... Y you said the nurse just came to check on you, so... How, how are you doing? Well, the nurse came to check on me because I saw some corpses. Are... <laughs> were they moving? Those All those students that came in here sick, they're dying. Oh, oh, Real shit. Uh, well, wow. We didn't know it was getting that bad. Neither did I. And I heard I heard a bunch of discussion out in the hall. So I went to go see 
And uh, I'm not supposed to leave my room, but of course, what do I give a fuck about that? So I went to go see, and I saw that there were three different students, and they were getting covered up with sheets because they were dead. Are you sure they weren't just cold? Well, I don't know, because then I saw that Dean Livia saw me, and I ran back to my room, and that was like ten minutes ago. She's already there? She already got there? She was there ten minutes ago. Time. Milo, can I... Can you hold the stone up so I can talk into it? Hey, uh, space cadet. Roger Dodger, Donnie speaking. Oh, God. <laughs> I um, hate that. I love it. Never mind. So, yeah, no. <laughs> Did I hear you say Dean Livia was at the infirmary? Well, she was. I haven't seen her um, in the past, like, 15, 10, 15 minutes. And it would definitely take longer than five minutes to get from the infirmary to where we're at right now. Yeah, unless she teleported or something. Or unless the person that was just unconscious wasn't Dean Livia. It was. I inspected her. If we saw Facum Kane leave that room, that person on the ground is not Facum Kane. Nobody on the ground. You mean Dean Livia? Dean Livia on the ground is not Facum Kane. Shapeshifted. That is not him. Because you saw him leave. That, okay, yes, that correct. Room. Okay. So that person on the ground is not Facum Kane. Correct. So that is someone else. Yes. And there was also a Dean Livia in the infirmary with dead kids. Unless that is someone else. Unless that is someone else, but it's not Fackham Kane because he was here. Unless. Donnie, did you see Dean Livia in the infirmary's eyes? Did I see the her in the infirmary eyes? Did you see her eyes? Oh, oh, um, yeah, when, when she looked at me. Were they black? No, they were not all black. There goes that fucking option. <laughs> if you see Dean Livia at all, or Fackham, Call me on the stone immediately. Hide and call me on the stone. Okay, so you want me to go look right now? No. Well, yeah, go take a peek. Oh, hi, Dean Livia. We're on our way. <laughs> I decided to just, while you guys were talking, try to get something accomplished, so I just tossed the stone. I'm like, if you all want to talk, I'm going to go try to figure out who this imposter is. Or if this is the real Dean we or whatever. We just talked about I'm the buddy system to... and you run off by yourself. You have gone out into the corridor. Did you take a left back towards the stairs, or did you follow the corridor farther into the Arkshine, the way that Fackham Kane had gone? I'd go the way that Fackham Kane had gone. I'd, I'd appear that's where Dean Livia would go. You keep following the hallway. It winds up hanging a right. It hangs another right, and then it dead ends. I want to start heading to the infirmary, but also talking to Donnie. Okay. As you start leaving the classroom, you see Milo coming back towards you from the far end of the hall. Before we left, Professor Fackham went down the hallways behind me this way, and it it's a dead end. He, I, I, I can't figure out where he would have gone. And you saw him for sure? Yes. I want to sprint as fast as I can to where he was and look for a secret passage. Nat 20. You do not find any hidden passages. I want to smash the vase in anger. Okay, so you do that, and Thad and... Manny, you also came with Milo and Dixon? Yes. Mm-hmm. So uh, you smash the vase. It goes crashing to the floor. It splinters into a bunch of ceramic pieces. And uh, as you're staring down at it for a moment and everybody else is just kind of grouped around you, uh, you hear footsteps running down the hallway that you had just come from. You look up and you see a Crea Rolta the coach of the Pyrocross team and Dean Niall Tyson coming around the corner. 
Manny, Thad, what the hell are you guys doing? We're just along for the ride, coach. And I would say, a <laughs> hey, uh, coach, you wouldn't believe us if I told you. Um, we were attacked in that hall room back down the way. Is that why there's two dead hellhound bodies and a giant hell wasp? That would be them, yeah. Professor Fackham came down this way, and we can't find him, and and I guess there's two Dean Livia's and... Milo, Milo, shh, you don't need <laughs> Just... to... You don't need to share everything. <laughs> the, the, the wasp and the dogs attacked us. Fackham Kane left the room that those animals, creatures, came from. We fought and succeeded in murdering those things, but Fackham Kane went down this hallway, smashed this face... <laughs> and we have not found it. <laughs> and we stepped on the vase shards, which is why it just crunched. And we we can't figure out why he did it. And the only thing that's down here as a witness is this painting. You four seem to have managed to avoid this illness that has struck the school. And I was just talking to Coach Rolta about how two of her players happen to still be okay. Did no one know that we were going to get this griffin feather? Are we supposed to be sick? Nobody else has their entire group still together. We've only been back for like a day. Well, that's why I was entertaining the idea of Coach Rolta that she might be able to get you two to recruit some players for your first Pyrocross game next week. You're telling me the games are back on? (laughs) And I just want to stare at Milo. Just this cold stare like, don't say anything. I vomit. (laughs) (laughs) See, he's not feeling well, so we're going to get him to the infirmary, and then someone should probably clean this face up that Fackham Kane smashed. Fine, fine, fine. Clearly your your friend is not in good condition. We will take... I will escort you to the infirmary. Coach Rolta, you go and you find Fackham, and we're going to put this accusation to rest. As you're walking, he says, So I'm confused. How did the hellhounds and hell wasp appear in that hallway? Ooh, that's a great question, and I wish I could answer it for you. They came out of a room that we're pretty sure Fackham <laughs> Kane walked out of. <laughs> and there you go again with the accusations. Why? Why is it you four? seemingly at the center of this entire situation happening in the school. Because you guys put us there. We were out (laughs) of the school grounds getting a feather from a griffin. When all this happened, we come back, everyone's dying. So you arrive at the infirmary, the lights are all on, and when you open the doors, your friends, Derek and Meredith, are not at the front desk. The doors back into the infirmary are wide open, and there's nobody there to greet you. Well, that's slightly unsettling. Hey, um, aren't there usually people up here? Yes, that is concerning. And he starts walking towards the back into the hallways of the infirmary. And as soon as he does that, he turns the corner and stops in his tracks and just stares at something that you cannot see. I guess let's run up and look at what he's looking at. I'll carry us up there. (laughs) I want to stick Milo's head around the corner first. Force his eyelids open to stare at whatever just, horror. I want to hold him in front of me just so I can gauge his reaction. Oh, yeah, no, I'm curious. Does he freak out? Do I freak out? Lying 
on four gurneys are dead students. Don't touch anything. Don't go anywhere. I'll, I will find Dean Livia or, or Derek or Meredith. I, I will find somebody. We'll figure out what's going on. And he disappears back into the infirmary hallways, and you are left alone in the front lobby. Can we take a peeky peek at the bodies? I'd like to be looking for toe tags, see who who these fellow students are. <laughs> you are looking them over, and you, you walk up, and you're looking over the first body, and you're not really seeing anything aside from the markings of the sickness that you've been seeing on all the students around you. Have a have a thought. Milo, you were talking to Donnie on our way over here, right? All right. Do you think there'd be any benefit in going and trying to talk to him real quick before the uh, administration gets back? I think we send Dixon in. Dixon, you and him got along really well so last time for some reason. I just kicked the door open and walked through the hallway. All right. Are you going <laughs> to where Donnie is? All right. You're going to Donnie. Okay, good. We'll, we'll wait out here. <laughs> All right. Actually, I want Milo to give me a perception check, because you said you were going through the papers behind the front desk. Yep. You notice the name Winona, and you see that it is under a list of admitted patients. I also do want to know, though, if the dean has checked in like she said she was going to. You do not find Dean Livia's name on the admitted sheet. And I will alert everybody that I have found that Winona is in here. I stopped dead in my tracks. Where? She's in room 206. When was she checked in? You notice that she was admitted the day that you guys were all off griffin hunting. So hmm. she, so she's been admitted here this whole time. So she's a clone too. It's the attack of the pod people. I'm, I'm gonna go check out room 206 real quick. Yeah, I'm gonna come with you. <laughs> no. Thad also. Thad has questions. Uh, no. <laughs> Everybody doesn't need to come, I mean. (laughs) When you get there, there is a medical chart outside the door, and the door is closed. She was admitted with all the signs of the symptoms that everybody else that is sick. And are any of those checks on the chart during the time we would have known she was, like, with one of us? Yes, because the day that we are living right now is the same day just a few hours earlier where you guys followed the pipes and found Winona. And there are checks on this sheet saying that she was present in the infirmary. Like while we were with her. While you were with her. And approximately 36 hours after she was admitted, the only person that is checking on her was Dean Livia. You guys walk into the room and it is an empty bed. Dixon, you are making your way over to the psych ward. So you continue on to Donnie's room. I go in. Dixon! Oh my... Shh! shh, What are you doing here? Shh! shh. What's going on? I don't know. (laughs) 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 They sent me to your room. (laughs) I wish I could tell you, but there's a lot of weird shit going on. Clearly, everybody's sick. And dead. Do you have you heard anything how they died? No, I mean I would assume from the sickness. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> do you want me to talk to you or do you want me to shut the fuck up? Shh, quietly, you fuck. I am being quiet, you fuck. Where did Dean Livia go when she left you? Uh, she went down into the 300s hallway. What's in the 300s hallway? Patients. 
Donnie. Yeah. Stay hidden. Stay quiet. We were never here. Hide your fucking stone. If I need to hide something, I'll hide it. You know, there's there's more than one pocket on my person. He's um, a marsupial. <laughs> yeah, just keep it in my pouch. Bloop. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody goes in my pouch. <laughs> we'll be back. You look down and the stone's no longer in his lap. <laughs> <laughs> Milo, we gotta we gotta get back. We leave. And we close the door I pick up Milo. on the way out. Yeah, and I, I just pick up Milo with my trunk. But there's snooping to do. Nope, I pick you up with my trunk. Can we can we all just go regroup in the lobby? Can we can we all regroup? Yeah, but I'm not walking. Alright, so the three of you are headed back to the lobby. As you are doing that, you start to hear voices, and they are coming towards you. Act cool, guys. <laughs> and I like. I start walking, just kind of like shoulder, like chest up high. Just turn the corner like we're supposed to And I put on there. sunglasses even though I'm inside. You hear Dean Tyson call out to you and say, Boys, I thought I told you to wait out in the lobby. Yeah. Sorry, we're just concerned about our, our dead classmates. It's very concerning. He looks over his shoulder and you can see a whole congregation of nurses and doctors down the hall. Dean Livia is with the group of doctors and nurses behind Dean Tyson. He says, there are some things going on, and uh, if you're you're not sick and you don't need medical attention, then please go back to your dorms. I will look into the accusations that you've made about Professor Kane, and we'll talk about it tomorrow. I think we deserve some answers. Well, we all do. Answers? Answers for what? Well, why are there two Dean Livias? What are you talking about? There is another Dean Livia. Motherfucker. As I'm staring Dean Livia down for, you know, no reason, absolutely. (laughs) Does she react to that? (laughs) She wasn't reacting to you staring her down, but as soon as she hears Milo say two Dean Livias... We're dead. (laughs) You see her turn and look. We're dead. (laughs) And she walks up to you all and says, All right, so let me get this straight. You have Dean Tyson come and... Beg me to give you some rooms. In the middle of what is very clearly an important, distressing moment for all of us, I give you the rooms. Then you say you don't want the rooms. And now you're saying that there are two of me, which I'm guessing has something to do with this whole Professor Kane broke a vase, and he summoned some sort of creatures. I mean, he definitely did at least one of those. <laughs> yes, so I'm, I'm, I'm a little confused. I want you to tell me what you think it is that is going on and what it is that you expect of me. There's just been a lot of our friends, a lot of our classmates ending up in the infirmary or something mysteriously going on with them, even outside of the sickness, like Leung, our our friend who was sent by Fakum, and then all of a sudden he fainted and ended up here too, and then he had no memory of everything. It just seems like, you know, something's going on. Let me clear that up for you. I was not at the school. I've been here dealing with these sick kids. And I believe that. And all these things that you've been telling me have included Professor Kane. When he gets here, why don't we all have a conversation? Because clearly, Professor Kane's up to something, and we need to figure out what that is. But right now, I need to go deal with these six students before anybody else dies. Let me ask you this. In the basement where the surge is for the school, are you guys aware of a hidden lab down there? Both Dean Tyson and Dean Livia look at each other. No, what are you talking about? So earlier, like oh, a couple what? days ago, 
Um, FYI, you came across the secret room today. Earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, earlier today when we were in the basement, one of our uh, fellow classmates, uh, Winona, we, we found her in that room, unconscious, strapped to a table. And we saw her name on the chart that says she was here when we saw her in a secret lab in the basement. And I'd be happy to take you guys to show you where it's at because... Yeah, let's out to a bar that's ran by some deranged twins. Yeah, there's a lot going on. And, you know, I've seen some confused faces. I've been seeing... Maybe I'm seeing, like, I'm in the fucking Matrix and I'm seeing two Dean Livias and there maybe there's two Winonas and there's two of everybody in this school. I have no idea what the fuck is going on. I'm confused. At that very moment, you see Dixon's head pop around the far side of the hallway. Dixon, thanks for joining us. I just spilled everything that we, we, we've <laughs> known. Should we tell him about the amulet, too? I oh, fucking not, dude. Forgot about that. Yeah, Milo, add that in. As the doors from the front lobby swing open and Professor Kane and Coach Rolta walk in. I tuck behind the wall. Coach Rolta here is saying that you boys have been making some sort of accusations about me. No. What is it with you, Manny? I thought that you liked being my student and you wanted to help me with things. What is it with your hellhounds and your little lab? What are you talking about? Now that you're here, Vacum, I have a bone to pick with you. I pull out some popcorn. I think it's time that you tell all of us what's going on with this little project of yours that you've been doing. The, the project? What does that have to do with anything? Ever since you started with this project, the students have basically been sick. So why don't you tell us what happened with your experiment? What is it? I've told you. I've told the faculty. It's, it's, I'm working on perfecting surges. How big was the experiment that you ran, Fackham? Oh, well, well, I mean, how big was it? average size. <laughs> I ran a surge experiment with four ancient dragon scales. And yes, it did create quite a bit of dust, but that has nothing to do with, I think it has everything to do with what's going on, and now that I know that you were using ancient dragon scales, maybe I can finally find a cure. And she storms away. Fackham, um, I'm, I'm thinking that perhaps we should put you, um, back in your office, pending further investigation of these allegations. It's I'm sorry to say, my friend, it's it's not looking good for you. At the far end of the hallway, you see Dean Livia walk back out of the room, and she says, Well, you can all put yourselves at ease, because now that I knew how to counteract the ancient dragon scale dust that has infected the bloodstream of every student, I've just cured the first of many. So, maybe you should just Does anybody your... want to see the secret fucking lab? I'll take them there. <laughs> Man, Manny really snapped this episode. <laughs> Manny, we will follow up on your claims, but for now, that go seems back pretty important. <laughs> Man Manny, Manny, here's a Snickers. You're not yourself when you're hungry. We we know that there's something suspicious that we can investigate this this lab of yours, and we will keep an eye on things. But for now, go to bed. All right, all right, that's fine, guys. Why don't we Why don't we head back to our room? Sound good? Everybody cool? I'm cool. Is everybody else cool? I'm good. I'm cool. I am cool and also good. Do I see a doctor's coat anywhere? <laughs> yes, there's one right by the psych ward doors. I want it. Okay, you put it on. I want to 
put it oh, on. God, he's going to be admitted for pretending to be a doctor. You're not a doctor, silly. That's a crime. Go it's back a felony. No, it's not. Impersonating a doctor? Felony. <laughs> no, it's not. Expulsion. Fuck him. <laughs> so I want to poke my head around the corner. Dean Tyson is standing there just kind of observing, arms folded. So if I walked around the corner, he would see me. Depends on if you have the clipboard over your face. I want to come around the corner and tuck into the first room that's open with a doctor in it. You walk in, and yes, there's a nurse in there. I guess you'll do. Um, Not a doctor, but... Oh, you're just want, a nurse. Yeah, I want to make sure that they know <laughs> that they're, they hate that shit so Yeah, trust me, I know. <laughs> excuse me, doctor. Oh, excuse me, nurse. I was in the bathroom. I know that we just had a meeting on how to cure these um, with... Uh, Dean Livia, can you give me the quick rundown of how we're curing these patients? Yes, we're we're going to be taking our restorative ointment, and we are now combining it with the scale of a dragon in order to counteract that specific ailment. Good work, future doctor, and uh, get the fuck out of the room before she asks any more follow-up questions. Well, as soon as uh, Dixon leaves the room, you spin around and you're face-to-face with Dean Tyson. Yeah, I go. Ah! <laughs> and I throw my clipboard up and sprint out of there. Outside on the gravel path outside the infirmary, you see your companions arguing about barricading the dorm room or going and sleeping outside of the entrance to the secret lab. Okay, I want to sprint by them and say, dorm room, let's go, and just keep running. I would like to make sure we barricade the fuck out of our doors. <laughs> I would like to sleep directly in front of the door. Okay, so you guys wind up moving the bed in front of the door, and you make it through the night. Nobody bugs you, except for Manny. Oh, man. You have a terrible, terrible nightmare. And that's where we'll pick up next week, when you guys have leveled up. <laughs>